Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there and welcome to episode number 21 of Tell Me Your Tales. What I do on this podcast is I have conversations with people that I find interesting, people I find wise, successful, and just people who are pretty inspirational, I guess, in life, and I ask them to have a conversation with me, I ask them all kinds of questions, and I record it, and then I upload it and show it to you guys, and hopefully you get some kind of joy and value out of it. In this week's show, well, it's kind of a bonus show this week. I did put an episode out on Tuesday with Ash Watson, and I thought I can give you a bonus episode this week because it's Friday night, 8 p.m. My partner Carly's down at the Moama Bowling Club listening to Rosie Batty do a presentation, and I'm sitting at home twiddling my thumbs, wishing I was there, and I'm not really good at sitting still, so I probably should be sitting on the couch watching a movie or reading a book or chilling out, but instead I've decided to put a bit of effort into the podcast and give you an extra episode. So I hope you enjoy it. It is with holistic health coach Tara Green. Don't panic if you don't know what that means. Holistic health coach is addressed pretty early in the conversation with Tara. I must say a massive thank you to Tara for uh, being willy, willing to come on the show. She was in Echuca Moama recently and doing a presentation at a local cafe, the Sweet Meadow, and the presentation was sold out. We missed tickets, and I thought to myself, maybe I should ask her if she wants to come around and have a bit of a chat for the podcast. So in a way, we kind of got a bit of the information that would have been at the presentation in our own sneaky way in our kitchen. Actually, it was in our little Airbnb down in um, down in the studio, down in the back house. So in this conversation, we talk about different diets. Um, pretty heavy on the plant-based kind of diet. I questioned her about her knowledge there, which it's, yeah, as you'll tell in this conversation and probably with a chat with Andy Allison, something that really interests me. Um, we talk about mental health. We talk about stresses. We talk about exercise, and I think one of the things that really struck me about this conversation was the importance of setting routines to look after your health. I know of my own running, you know, getting in the routines of training and when the alarm goes off, kind of making it a routine so it's embedded. It's not just something you do to get up and go out and run, and when it's part of your routine, it's just kind of what you do at the end of the day, which is uh, good. I must admit that it's something that I spoke about in the introductions to one of the earlier shows that I was conscious about trying to bring a gender balance to the podcast and it's something I have not done very well. This is the second episode with a female and it's number 21 so it's pretty a pretty poor effort on my behalf and it's something that I want to address in the coming weeks and try to bring you more female guests 
I'm a massive fan of gender equality and I think I've probably got a bit of a responsibility to try and find those amazing women to bring to your ears. So that's a bit of my goal moving forward. And it's something that I haven't I haven't done on purpose, but it's just been a lot easier for me to access guys like you know, Brad Croker and Julian Spence and Josh Harris because I know them quite well in my personal life and they're yeah, a bit more approachable for me and it's yeah, easier for me to talk to them. But this podcast is all about stepping outside your comfort zone and I'm going to make sure that I make contact with people, I guess kind of like I did with Tara, kind of looking for opportunities to get some female guests on the show and make that balance a bit more balanced because it's definitely not anywhere near balanced at the moment when you're 21 and 2 but um anyway not 21 and 2 we're 19 and 2 good maths hey school teacher anyway it's uh friday night so i'm starting to wander all over the place now this conversation with tara green i hope you really enjoy it um some great pearls of wisdom in there that i spoke about before if you like what you hear, please recommend it with somebody else. Pull out their iPhone, show them the iTunes app. It still amazes me how many people have got no idea how to access podcasts and uh, download a podcast for them and tell them to listen to it when they go for a walk or drive home from work or whatever it is. Or if you could leave me a review at the iTunes store, that would be really appreciated. Thanks for um, Clary who gave me a review last week, which was uh, awesome, mate. Really appreciate that. Here we go. That's enough rambling for me on a Friday night. Maybe it's time I hit the couch and uh, read that book. Enjoy this conversation, episode 21 of Tell Me Your Tales, with holistic health coach Tara Green. And the hardest thing that I've got to do is learn how to. Tara Green, thanks for um, coming on my podcast. Tell me your tales. Welcome to Achukamoama. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. It's, it's a bit of a this is a bit of a rare one because we haven't met before, and it was a bit of a reach out on Facebook. I knew you were in town, and it was actually funny. Carly wanted to go to your speech at the Sweet Meadow this afternoon, and um, sold out. She couldn't get a I seat. Know. So I thought I might just email her and see if she can come around for her own kind of private session in the back house. Perfect. perfect. You should have perfect. told us. You would have been able to hook you up, I think. Oh, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Went there for lunch today anyway, so probably <laughs> once, in, once in one day is good enough. All right, do you want to maybe introduce yourself? Definitely. So I'm Tara. Um, I'm a, a farm girl, actually. Yeah, I grew right. up um, on a farm just the other side of Walkall. You familiar with Walkall? Yeah. Yarra, uh, no, I live in Yarrawonga now, now. Yep. but Walkall, um, other side yes. of Deniliquin, other side uh, of Bunaloo. Yeah, because that's actually the same shire that we're in here in Moama. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, and then I think it just branches out to the Walkall Shire up there. Yep. So, I grew up there, um, went to high school in Barham, Kondruk, yep. um, studied speech pathology in Aubrey Wodonga, actually. Um, lived all over the place, was on the Gold Coast when I suppose. I really hit rock bottom and that's where my health journey kicked off. Um, I started my health coaching course probably about four years ago Um, and since that time I've been able to um, retire at age 27 a couple of years ago from speech pathology and um, really follow my dreams with my my health coaching business. Beautiful. So you touched on it. There's a million things we can go on just off that stuff. Um, (laughs) But I'll stick to the, so you're a holistic health coach. So yep. 
so many people would have no idea with what that means. I've never met a holistic health coach in my life, so could you yeah. maybe explain, unpack what that means? Definitely. It's a really good question because I had no idea either. Basically, there's probably three things that we mainly work off. So the first one being um, primary and secondary foods. So when you look at someone's life, people often think that the primary foods are the foods that they eat, where in fact our primary foods, what our holistic health coaching is based on, is the primary foods are things that really fuel us, like career, physical activity, spirituality, and relationships. Yep, okay. So then food is secondary to that. So then if those primary foods are feeling depleted or deprived in any of those areas, what we try and do is fill up with the secondary foods instead of filling up with our primary foods. Example, you know, someone gets home, they're wanting to be in a relationship, they're single, so they go to the fridge for their cuddle kind of thing. Um, So that's probably the first thing. The second thing is bio-individuality. So what works for one person is not necessarily going to work for another. Um, One person's food might be another person's poison kind of thing. So really listening into your own body. And the third thing is crowding out, which I love. I'm that health coach that says, if you want to have your glass of red wine and your chocolate, choose dark, of course, but, you know, add more of the good in. So um, you don't have to sacrifice initially those things that you're craving because of you know decisions you've made instead add more good in because what's going to happen as a a byproduct of that is you're going to have more energy your body is going to be getting all the nutrients and vitamins and minerals it needs so you're not going to crave the coffee the sugar the alcohol the processed foods yeah okay so when there's a whole lot in that as well so So when you start working with so firstly you work with women and teenage girls like yeah Okay, yep. so when you first start talking to people about that, do you start with their jobs or their relationships or all what they're putting into their body, the food, nutrition and the exercise, or where does it start for you? Great question. Depends on the individual. Yeah. Um, so what I do is I do a thorough case history of what's happening for them, and then I turn it back to them because, as you'd know, there's so much conflicting information out there. People are so confused. Information overload, but they've just lost yeah. direction, so... I turn it back to them and say, okay, if I had a magic wand, what would be your number one health goal? Or what are the top three things you need to work on to be able to make the biggest changes to your health? So they've looked at their circle of life, which is why I get them to plot what's happening in every single area of their life. So then they can kind of go, awesome, there are the three areas that I'm doing really well with. Pat myself on the back because yeah. we don't do that enough. Yeah. And then the three areas that I need to focus on. Um, I, then I do, I start with probably mindset, so emotions and then, um, the food side of things. Cause that's kind of like the chicken and the egg. Yeah. Um, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, that information overloads a really good point. I think I have, mm. argu- well, not arguments. I have discussions <laughs> with people all the time and someone will say, yeah. Oh, but I read that study and read this study and yeah. I saw that on the today show and mm. it almost does your head in because you're, you're trying to see you know, I always try to find the deep studies you know you listen to yep. hour long podcasts about this stuff with experts talking about it but then someone grabs the headline from the Herald Sun yes and tries to overpower you with those kind of statistics or quotes and I think yep. there's a you know study out there to prove absolutely anything at the moment yeah so how much of that stuff I guess do you a study and then is it hard sometimes to convince people to be coached by you because they're getting overloaded with opposite information at times? 
Okay, so to unpack that, the first thing, what study do I do? Yeah, so where do you get your information from? Yeah, so I love podcasts. Um, I've in the past, so I suppose I'll give you a bit of my health journey. Yeah, maybe the training into that, yeah. Yeah, so I started my health coaching um, about four, yeah, four years ago I started the course because a friend of mine had said, um, I saw her, she'd started doing health coaching and I saw her blog about giving up alcohol. Yeah. First thought, you're crazy. <laughs> and then I started to look at her stuff and that was kind of my second rock bottom after moving home from the Gold Coast. And I, and so I started to look at her stuff and thought, do you know what? I'm going to look at this health coaching course to help transform my life. Um, but obviously my name being Tara Green, if you haven't Googled your name, do it. I Googled my, Googled okay. my name yeah. and the Green Tara Buddha came up. This is years oh, and years right. ago. Because I wasn't sure if it was a real name. I thought, you know, Green Smoothies. This yeah. is like, she's fixated <laughs> this to her teeth. So, yeah, Green Tara is a um, goddess in Buddhist, yeah, right. yeah, Buddhist terms. So she's a liberator and a protector. Her right foot's forward, so she's ready to get up and pounce and help people. So the six months before I looked into the health coaching course, I... Um, I she started to show up like a friend of mine gave me the statue for my birthday and the book on her a lady had her in her wallet because she's a protector of money and it all just kept happening I moved to Bendigo and the the Buddhist stupas there yep. where the green Tara statue is going to reside all this stuff started happening happening I enrolled woke up in three o'clock in the morning and it was like business name green Tarawana so I decided to make it a business because women and teens I'd suffered all through my teen years with self-esteem body image issues with food mm. and I didn't want other women to feel that way so that's the reason yeah. that I went and I read as well like, like you went to uni and you put on a bit of weight and you were yeah just, yeah an unhappy like in an unhappy yeah. situation at the time yeah definitely put on 20 kilos so I started to look at the food and the exercise side of things um but still had that really negative relationship with food like Food makes you fat. You've got to exercise your guts out yeah. pretty much to lose the weight. So that's where I was at. So the health coaching course, I thought, you know, it'll help me transform and enhance my life even more. The weight was off. 20 kilos had gone, but still this mindset, mm. this anxiety, depression was still around. So the course taught me over 100 different dietary theories and said to trial the different dietary theories. So that's what I did. And I came to the vegan diet and went, you're kidding me. I'm not giving up cheese. No, thanks. 21 days in, I was feeling amazing. I'd lost another couple of kilos as a byproduct um, and kept going with it. And having a father who's a shearing contractor and who produces his own lamb, that was a bit of a cause of discussion at the family dinner table. Yeah. So pretty much in answer to your question um, about my study is that was my study and vegan sat well the whole food plant-based yeah um because i know that there can be a lot of um highly processed foods in a vegan diet so for me it's a way of health yeah and do you think that vegan term gets you know probably i don't know it's got a bad reputation sometimes as well like yep. you tell somebody you're going to be a vegan and then all of a sudden you got people yep. disagreeing with you and so it's almost like you're challenging them directly like it, it is yeah. i think there's all this um there's so many maybe negative and positive connotations around veganism and the ethical side of things which I choose not to get into Mm. I live my life how I do people see how I live that I coach my clients to do what works for them but often as a byproduct they'll switch to a plant-based diet Mm. because they it's the only diet in the world that can reverse disease Mm. um so that's probably a big thing that I work with my clients on is try it see how it works for your body um and then just go go from there go from so. there 
Um, hundred different theories though. How long did it take you? How long did you spend on each theory? And then, yeah, some what did of, you learn in that? Some of them, not a lot of time. So it was just skimmed over on maybe like a, a quick part of a module. Um, but the, I know vegan, like they did the main ones like paleo, um, yeah. Air conditioner problems. Um, yeah, <laughs> the joys. So paleo, um, vegan diet vegetarian gluten-free so obviously they skimmed over some of the other ones but the main ones we really got into mediterranean diet um but going back to that question about the study obviously it's about trying it and seeing what works for you um obviously studied the coaching course but then because i was eating a plant-based diet i started obviously follow people who were eating that way and gurus in the area so the more and more study I did in regards to that the more benefits I saw from it because I still ate a bit of meat and seafood like probably up until a year ago until I really saw how much a plant-based diet so how long now when did you start that plant-based diet um end of 2014 yeah um so I kind of went 18 months eating a little bit of um yeah seafood and lamb obviously homegrown stuff knew where it came from um but then following people like Dr. Clapper, Dr. McGregor. Mm. Um, Have you read his Google. book, How Not to Die? No, that's next yeah. on my list. Yeah, I gave it to Carly for Christmas and yep. went along with the highlighter and just in all the little yep. things you learn about, you know, flax seeds, like crushing yes. them before you eat them. Otherwise, yes. tiny little things like that, you're just like, oh, you're trying really hard and you just make these simple mistakes yep. and vitamins and supplements yep. and Definitely. yeah, some interesting things, which we'll get onto a bit later on. Yes. But talk me through that. You know, you're a speech pathologist. Mm-hmm. You're kind of not happy, or I'm sure you were happy in some parts of your life, but the courage to then go, right, I'm going to resign, quit at 28 or whatever it was, and yeah. start a whole new business and go back to studying. And, yeah. you know, was that a hard decision to make, living in this world where it's so easy to just settle and the nine to five and yeah. get paid each week and keep going through? Yeah. I think I was so passionate about helping other people that I kind of just went with it. Um, I didn't, and as I said, that burning desire for people not to feel like how I had felt. I wanted a way to fast track people to feel better in themselves and with what they're eating. So it kind of didn't even come up. I was really miserable in that work and I'd still, even though I was only doing a couple of days a week with other part-time work and studying my study I just it just felt true for me um I probably never and that's another reason I work with women is because I was never told about listening into my own body and my own intuition and as women we're very intuitive and so just listening in the coaching um training taught me to listen into my own body so that was probably the biggest thing and listen to myself and trust myself yep and then how did that transition because I'm sure have you wouldn't have had the clients there straight away to be able to quit your job and then all of a sudden you're yep. a successful business owner and being a you know fantastic fantastic yep. holistic health coach were there some challenges yep. there when you're trying to start it up and get the word out and yeah clients? yeah definitely so I worked part-time as a speech pathologist I also had my own online business which I still have which helps help to support me that was the only reason I was actually able to transition from and that is your holistic health coaching business or is that another, another one okay. network yeah. marketing okay. business yeah. yeah so that was the the catalyst that allowed me to transition from 
working as a speech pathologist to um, putting my time and energy into my health coaching. So then I gave up my speech pathology and continued my network marketing business alongside doing my study and building up clients. Awesome. Yeah. What are some of the most, um, probably some of the biggest misconceptions you see with some of your clients? So around in general health or yeah, food in, maybe based? maybe we might start in general health. So what are some of the you know the people who are coming to you with saying I need help? What have they got wrong, and what yeah. can you easily well not easily but what do you address with them? Um, so probably um, stress, self talk are probably the two main ones that like back to that mindset you said before. Yeah. There. So I think it's the whole if food was the issue then diets would work. So I think the misconceptions around health is that you've got to really restrict yourself and eat a lettuce leaf. Yeah. And you've got to absolutely punish your body exercise-wise. And if you have that piece of chocolate, then you've got to be, you know, drop and give me 20 kind of stuff. That's why people hate running. It does my head in. Like, I love it and find yeah. it awesome. And people think it's something you've got to do because you yep. had a piece of pizza last night. You've got to go run and yes. you hate running because of that. Like, it's... Yep. When you got everything right, it's it's almost meditative, like it's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a big thing that people don't language, that self talk is a big thing. So instead of oh I have to go to the gym or I have to go for a run, if it's not something that is true for you and that you love, then I think I choose to. Mm. And I always say to people, go back to what you used to love to do as a kid. Mm. Like, find out, get your passion back. What did you love to do as a kid? And go and do more of that. Because exercise doesn't have to be this chore. Nothing has to be a chore. So I choose to eat this way. I choose to move my body this way. So, yeah, that stress and that self-talk mm. are the biggest things. And now maybe some misconceptions around the plant-based stuff. Oh, where do we start? How yeah. long have we got? <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah, not that long, unfortunately. <laughs> maybe just give me the main one. Um, okay, so let's... Um, misconception around, misconceptions around plant-based... Um, I suppose that you're weak, thin, frail, hunched over. Mm, no that's energy. Quite, yeah, no yeah. energy, like yeah. pale. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably the biggest one and that you can't get all the vitamins, minerals and nutrients that your body needs. So that would come down to the main ones, protein, yeah. iron, That's always the big one, protein? B12, yeah. <laughs> Never heard of anyone ever being protein um, yeah. deficient at all, but it's always, oh, you must be low in protein. Yeah, so, and that's the misconception around, and I think what we've been encouraged to to do and way of eating for generations is that you've got to have your animal products to be able to get your protein, get your calcium and get your iron. So let's debunk some of those. Mm, go for it. Um, so I suppose protein side of things, there's so much protein in plant foods. Um, quinoa, like amazing, great protein and iron. So whole grains um, are full of it, I think. Um, seeds as well, mm. um, fantastic kind of, yeah. Nuts, sources. beans. Yeah, yep. beans. Yeah, that's love that kind of food. So you're looking at your protein, you can get so much protein from plants. Um, iron, obviously there's animal and non-animal forms of iron. And um, my biggest tip with iron is always leafy greens, but add your vitamin C. So red capsicum, huge in vitamin C, as well as your citrus. How easy it's to chuck some spinach and some um, mm. capsicum and some, you know, dressing with lemon, lemon juice. Yeah. So before I knew all this, I was um, probably last year a big sucker from having a protein shake, like 
using milk but chucking iron in it yeah and not knowing that calcium and iron just don't mix at all so yes. doctor saying to me you have an iron yeah i'm having spinach in my smoothies every day <laughs> what are you having it with yeah calcium milk ah yeah that's yep. your big problem straight away. and which you know knowledge at the time i had no idea thinking you're doing yep. the right thing yeah but then all of a sudden you're low in iron because you're not getting enough of it in exactly and same i suppose that's a big tip if anyone is iron. i was actually iron deficient on a animal product diet so was i yeah 100%, yeah but now on a plant-based diet i'm fine absolutely yeah. fine so the other thing to to be mindful of is the tannin in tea and coffee mm. so try not to have that around your meal time it's about an hour either side, yeah. isn't it? yeah yeah um and then yeah the cal the whole calcium thing like um that the fact that dairy is so acidic and calcium is one of the most alkaline minerals in our body so the um the calcium is actually drawn from our bones mm. when we have that dairy, whereas there's so much calcium in plants. Mm. So there's that one debunked. Yep, good one. <laughs> the B12 thing though. Yeah. So um, obviously that's mainly from animal-based sources, um, but think of, you know, you can supplement, I take a oral spray. There's obviously your nutritional yeast, things like that. So there are fortified, um, like your milks, your non-dairy milks, like almond milk and things like that. But then you've got to be careful of your salt, your sugar and your oil that's added mm. to some of those products. Well, yeah, we had an interesting experience with the, I guess the soy and the almond milk, thinking you're doing the right thing. But until, mm. you, until you check the ingredients list, you're like, yes. oh, lucky, I don't know what half the, I can't even read half these <laughs> things. You think you're doing the right thing having almond milk, yep. but other than... Um, is it Bonaf? What's there's one that's one brand that's pretty good. It has, hardly has anything in it. Bonafi or okay. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but um, yeah, we've just been going coconut milk now just because it's yep. ingredients: coconut milk and water. Like yep. it's you know you know what both those things are. Exactly, that's yep. probably the big thing as well. And even sometimes like some of the coconut waters, like you think they're pretty natural, and then you read the ingredient list. Yeah, and yeah, just like a yeah some sweeteners and sugars emulsifiers and, to yeah. bind it all together and yeah yeah got any other ones debunk for me so b12 that's pretty yes. important though that people do supplement that yeah well what i say to people is get your bloods done yeah just find out what's happening for you um because you know you may not need to but then it can decline over time so just get the bloods done keep an eye on it if you are concerned about it you know get some nutritional yeast into your diet um I've got an amazing um, gluten-free Vegemite recipe that I just made the other day. It's delicious. So I've been having a bit of that. Um, And just, yeah, obviously, if you do want to supplement with, um, yeah, the oral sprays and things like that, you know, a couple of sprays a couple of times a week. Yeah. Simple. Just to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. What else have you got on your list there? Any other big misconceptions you get? Um, They're probably the main ones that, yeah, you can't get what you need from a plant-based diet. Um, and then, yeah, the whole protein, iron, calcium, B12 yep. debate. Yeah. That's, um, Is there anything else you get? Um, oh, I'm pretty, well, sometimes cautious about omega-3s and vitamin D, but because I spend so much time running yes. in the sun and that. Winter, yeah. I kind of might supplement that yeah. a bit now and then. But I'm pretty new to this as well. Like, I'm, yes. you know, we watched a documentary over summer and then just went to school, like, studying it. Every yeah, podcast awesome. we could was just... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that book I was talking about before. Yeah. It's just been a good learning curve. And just yeah. even the guys who made Cowspiracy, they've just brought out yes. What the Health. Have you yeah. familiar haven't, with that yeah, doctor? Yeah, I haven't watched it, it yet yeah. either. But just all the marketing around it and just what you've been told for so many years and the government funding and just how big, it's... Big how company. Big, yeah. big companies don't want this kind of uh, message yeah. told. 
Yeah. And at the same time, you've probably got some crazy vegans <laughs> in the past who have been, you yeah. know, really out there. And it was, yeah. um, it's probably trying to find that middle ground a bit and just being that, that plant Definitely. based and just putting, well, it just makes sense. Like they're good foods that are growing yeah. in the ground, exactly. fresh, organic yeah. into your body. Like it's, it's a no brainer, really. The omega 3, yeah, sorry, I did miss on that one. Yeah. Didn't have that written down. Um, that's probably a big one, I think, in the way that um, the omega 6 to omega yeah. 3 ratio. Or well, walnuts, like they just cancel each other out a bit, don't they? Is that the case? I haven't heard yeah, too much. I only heard on a podcast the other yeah. day, but they were saying because it's got so much of the omega-6 and the 3, okay. it comes like over the top Interesting. of it. Yeah. And that's why I do choose flax seeds um, because I know that they've got the highest omega-3 of any plant-based sort any any anything so what um but the tip with that is as you said you know you need to buy them whole then take them home and grind them up and put them in the fridge they last for three weeks because if you're buying them already ground like in your lsa mixes things like that the heat the air and um yeah it it gets rancid Mm. so it's it's no longer the omega-3s aren't working if you buy it in its full form then it passes straight through you how do you grind some of them down like we tried to in like the mortar uh-huh. and, yeah and like we just couldn't like straight into the blender just, just chuck them straight, straight in. into the blender yep and then just chuck it in a container and yeah airtight and i know they do say to try and prevent light from getting as well so make sure you don't have see-through containers yeah um and then just i put a teaspoon in my smoothies every day so yep. Yeah, and that almost becomes um, I want to talk about your routine in a minute but that almost becomes like religious and routine that I've yeah talking to a mate the other day it's not I might have a B12 I might not kind of see how you're going kind Mm. of thing it is like you need to pencil it in to have that or have the you know Brazilian nuts at this time it's almost like that is your supplement Mm -hmm. but you have to have to make sure you're hitting these things if you're on a plant-based diet yep definitely yeah I think yeah I'm big list maker like having yeah having things in the cupboard so they're all there and I just grab it out and that's what goes into the smoothie and it's quick easy it's done yeah yeah and that's another misconception about the food preparation like people say they don't have the time to come up with these you know we make our own um muesli takes yeah. you know 20 minutes on a Sunday yeah you're right for the whole week but it's exactly. still better than buying it and this yeah having all the processed stuff in a Exactly. Usually, yeah. Do you get that a bit that people think they don't have the time to prepare their meals? Definitely, and it's just not in regards to a plant-based diet. It's just in general. And I was, I read something the other day. I was at a Whole Foods around um, in Wangaratta actually, and it was like eating right is self-respect for your body. And so, if you can't make two or three hours to spend a cook up, you know, cook up on a Sunday afternoon or something then you're not showing that respect to your body. Like you go to the gym and exercise, right? You might be doing, you know, getting enough sleep, you know, might be doing all these things, but spending two or three hours prepping meals to have meals for the whole week, it's not a big thing. Yeah. Routines, habits, that's what oh, it comes back 100%. to. hundred percent. And then if you're looking after yourself, you can contribute more to your community and Definitely. to your workplace and to your family. And then it's that whole cycle of if you're feeling good. I find the same with meditation. Like yes. sometimes it's a bit selfish taking that 10 minutes out in the morning when you could be, you know, having a conversation at breakfast, but the whole day you're feeling yeah. better about yourself rather than um, being a bit on edge because <laughs> you haven't meditated and you've got I agree. Yeah, so many things going through your mind. Yeah. So let's talk about you then. What's your? Okay. I've read one on your blog. There's there was a good kind of morning routine, yeah. which is pretty detailed. But do you want to maybe yeah. just tell the listeners about 
what a general life day in the life looks like oh interesting yeah definitely yeah. love to um so yeah i'm big on my miracle mornings um like you my partner knows that the first hour of my day is locked away in my office on my mat doing yeah. my thing so that um so i get up um and i will have about five ten minutes of meditation and then i'll do so i think visualization is so important do you do that straight away like wake up and then you Wake up. Well, we actually have a our bedrooms upstairs. Yeah. So I come down. Um, I'll do my tongue scraper. Yeah, yeah. Which is fantastic, and oil pulling every second day or so. So just really good for um that tongue scraper, obviously for bacteria. Yeah. You know digestion cravings. So yeah, yeah, I'll right. do that. Um, you know, have a big drink of water, and then um yeah, my, wash my face down, and then go and sit on on that mat. Sometimes I'll get into my gym gear. Yeah. So that I'm ready to then do exercises yeah. the next thing. Because I find that I've got to run first. Otherwise, if I go straight yeah. from waking up to meditating, I'll probably fall back asleep. Again. Yeah. So I put the run in between it, yeah. clear the head, and then yeah. clear the head again. And sometimes it changes. So some days I might, particularly in summer, if it's light when I first mm. get up, I'll get up and I'll go um, do exercise. But coming into winter, I'll probably do more of my self-development mm. first and then it's light by the time so I can go exercise outside. Yeah. So I'll get up, I'll do my meditation. I'll then do my visualization and my affirmations. So I'm very much about creating that energy that you want to feel throughout your day. So my intentions for the day. Um, I'll do my 10 blessings. So I do my 10 things I'm grateful for from the day before. Um, do you write those down or just yep, think about it? Yeah, definitely write them down. And the reason why. So yep. I wasn't doing gratitude very well because I was just writing it down. But you need to feel it and yep. then go, well, why am I grateful for that? That's a big key with gratitude, I think. And then I'll read 10 pages of a book. So... Um, Oh, it'll be either um, about law of attraction or gratitude or manifesting or productivity, like the success principles by Jack Canfield's one that I've just finished. Yeah. And then I'll go have my smoothie or my smoothie bowl. That's usually my weekday go-to meal. And then while I'm getting ready for my day, sorry, my exercise, I'll exercise, then yep. I'll have my smoothie. So my exercise might be, um, I do my own high intensity, so hit training yep. twice a week at home. Or it might not be one morning because I might have netball training. I've just started netball. Definitely yoga two or three times a week. Definitely get out there and I love water skiing and getting out on my stand-up paddleboard, doing some yoga on that so as well. Sounds like you've got plenty of energy for a plant-based <laughs> um, plant diet. You put a couple of those misconceptions to... Um, yeah. And then what? So then like... So yeah. then get ready. Um, so I'll often have my smoothie bowl or my smoothie and then get ready for the day. And that's where I'll listen to a lot of my podcasts while I'm getting ready for the day. Um, and then I'll sit down and I do a lot around scheduling. Um, so I'll set, I actually set timers so that because if I'm, you know, setting, I'll set admin and then income producing time. So I'll work with, if I'm coaching clients and I'll, you know, get prepared for them Um I'll check emails. So before I sit down and start my work day, I allocate about 15 minutes to check emails, reply to emails, check social media, which I'll do at the start and the end of my work day and then at lunch. Um, but I set timers throughout the day for the morning to do my affirmations and to take a break. Then I usually have my homemade chai tea for morning tea. And then for lunch, it's typically um, like a salad with lots of beans and whole grains. I'm loving Mexican burrito bowls oh, at the yeah. moment. Yeah, that the other night for dinner. It's amazing. So good because yeah. you can mix it up and you can eat a rainbow all yeah. in one go. So you've got your beans, you've got your whole grains, you've got your greens, your hummus, like more, yeah. more great protein. 
And then it's um, usually I've prepared my meals on a Sunday um, or if I have had a busy weekend, it's usually I allocate chunks of time. Um, Sunday's usually my planning day too, so I'll sit down and go, what are my goals from the year? Then what are my monthly goals? And then what do I need to achieve this week? And then that's where I schedule that within my week and work out what I need to do. And then I'll plan my meals as well. So then at the end of the day, I've got time when my partner comes home from work and we can just pull it out of the freezer, add some greens or veggies to it, and off we go. Awesome. I love so. the passion and the um, how everything's just locked in. Like, <laughs> did that take a while to develop? It definitely did. The Success Principles was a fantastic book mm. to help with that. I've worked on that a lot. Um, so, yeah, but it's just those having those habits are so important because you're on the slight edge of either going up or slight edge of going down. Mm. So you kind of those ha- daily habits vital yeah i um i just took thursdays off work this year to concentrate yeah, a bit great. more on the podcast and just get that balance of life mm. you know do what i wanted to do one day a week rather than being a bit of a slave to the man but yes. um i found on my first thursday off i felt super guilty i wasn't at work and then i had a lot of things to do but you find yourself drifting onto twitter or drifting yes. onto instagram and oh did you search for that dopamine hit like oh, i'll just yeah. check my emails to see if it, like i was checking my school emails <laughs> on like, my day off i'm not at school today yeah. and you're still but have, I think that's, and Tim Ferriss's book does a great job yes. for our work week about, yeah. you know, this is your time to check emails, do it at this certain amount of time of the yeah. day. Even your voicemail messages, like having exactly. certain voicemail messages ready for people that are trying to take up your time so you yeah. don't spend your time doing something. Yeah. Not that you don't want to do it, but yeah. yeah, when you want to be spending your time on your passions. That self-control is a big thing, like turning the phone off and not on vibrate and putting it upside down. So, you know, if you're writing a blog post or it's admin time or marketing time, you're not looking at it. I even just like put it in another room. Mm. So you're not distracted. Oh, my phone's ringing. I yeah. should take that call. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Um, what else do I have here? We've been all over the place, but it's been, <laughs> yeah. it's been pretty good. Uh, I had I told a girl from work that I was interviewing you today. She's 60, and mm-hmm. she asked me, what kind of things do you think, the difference between what you would recommend, it's hard because you don't know the situation, so I understand yeah. that, but um, the difference between what you would recommend for overall health for a 16-year-old and a 60-year-old. Put you on the spot with this yeah, one. Yeah, do you know? Do you know what? I actually, it's really funny because I do attract um, like different age groups of women into my business, and um, at the moment, the main ones are that yet yeah, around that age, that pre or post menopausal mm-hmm. age, and then um, I suppose women around mid to mid twenties, late twenties, kind of thing. So, um, do you know what? I actually think it's more similar than not. So I think it's, I would actually, maca powder, first of all, I love maca powder for hormones. That's probably something that I suggest to a lot of my clients, particularly with women, because it adapts to what your body's, what's happening hormonally, and it's great for energy as well, easy to throw in. But it's around that self-talk, that self-love, that self-care. That's probably the biggest thing. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's going to vary on the individual, but it's really surprising how common the issues are right across the board and you see that like you know you've i think on your website you've helped over 50 kind of people like had 50 clients on the go do you see that you could almost pick it before they you know the first email you can kind of pick some of the things you're going to have to help them straight up definitely and that's where i get a bit excited and i'm like oh my gosh we can do this 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 this." but it's like it's baby steps so it's it's like okay well let's start with 
really small things and that's what I do is I recommend two or three things for people to I see my clients fortnightly so it's like okay what are the two or three things that you can do that are really small things like it might be as little as adding a handful of leafy greens into your meals your smoothie and lunch Mm. and you know whatever it might be so it's starting really really small with them yeah because I think the health industry in general I had um Shannon Fink who owns FitMob in here the other day and we talked about that whole sustainable practice of health industry rather than biggest losers like go on for yes. six weeks lose. like that's it's not sustainable do you sometimes feel that you work in the health industry you get put in the same basket as something like the biggest loser or it can yeah it can be and that's probably a really good point um with the the young versus the older woman is that the older woman has so much more conditioning so that's probably where i really need to focus with the younger woman it's probably more about education and okay this is these are some great resources they're probably more coachable whereas often it's like i might and this is not Mm. just 60 year olds but you might get certain clients that come to you and like okay fix me what are you going to do for me? Whereas I'm just there to keep them accountable. It's there for them to make their, those decisions and change their behaviours to change their life. So I think, yeah, definitely a lot of clients will come in and be like, oh, I said no to that piece of chocolate and, you know, I didn't have any Magnum ice creams all day today. I'm like, well, that's not the point of the coaching. The point of the coaching is to add more in and create those long-lasting habits because particularly women, they revert back to that diet way of thinking. Mm. And then that's not going to work because they're going to feel restricted. They're going to be dieting. It's not sustainable. They're going to fall off the bandwagon. Yeah, and especially with those 60-year-olds who have had you know, 60 years of the yeah. same messages from the government, yes. same messages from the health industry, and almost, you know, it's ingrained in them to believe in one way. And then if yeah. you come in and try and flip all that on its head, yeah. it might work for two yeah. weeks, but yeah. they're going to pretty quickly go back to what they've been yeah. doing for 60 years. Yeah. So that's why it's really, really small changes. Like this week, I just want you to literally add a handful of spinach into your smoothie or start having smoothies mm. instead of you know your special apple cake. cider vinegar first thing yeah yeah you know, like yeah little things apple, like yeah. that you can do omega-3s your flax yeah. seeds like let's start really small yeah don't go run a marathon on the first, <laughs> first morning yeah, and, and that's, that's it yeah that's the other thing too exercise is probably the big thing i'm not doing exercise i want to be exercising five day five days a week for an hour and i'm like okay where can we start 15 minutes once a week like mm. let's start there instead of going whole hog let's start and build it up so I guess that accountability is really um, like that. I really like that format of checking. We do it with kids at school, you know, have yeah. a have a learning conversation tools every two or three weeks instead yeah. of just one report that yeah. goes home every six months. And then mm. it's like you know this stuff isn't relevant if we spoke about it. You know, they've taught you that six months ago. Then I give That's you a report. Exactly right. There's no in between. So um, that must be pretty rewarding for you to touch base every two weeks and see tiny little changes every time. And all of a sudden, you're six Definitely. or eight months down the road. And all these little things have been implemented that have made a pretty massive change. Yeah, it's huge. People don't realise, and that's a misconception that they need to that they need to make big changes. They think to get to get the gains in their health, where it's actually the little changes build up over time that make the biggest difference. And I actually love as well when they have a few setbacks because they'll come. And it sounds a bit morbid, doesn't it? No, but that's they'll, good. They'll come into me and they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I've." you know I'm eating really worse than I have this that and the other I'm like that's great because it shows you know you're moving forward you know where you've got to, what you've got to work on and that's what progress is it's up and down up and down yeah oh 
exactly the same in sport. Like yeah. if everything was good, everyone oh. would kind of be doing it all the time. Exactly. But isn't that fantastic that now they've got the knowledge to know yes. when one of those things, or, you know, they've had a bad day with food, whereas in the past that would have been a normal day and they wouldn't have yeah. thought twice about it. So that's yeah. a massive win for you yeah. for someone to identify that straight away. And what they can do, so they've got this toolbox and I find the resilience of my clients just skyrockets because each time they'll come back and they'll be like, okay, yeah, things, you know, are going really well but then I dropped off but I was able to bounce back bounce back a lot quicker and I speak to them about the amount of time it takes for habits to form and you know that 30-day habit formation and usually I see them every 14 days the first 10 days they're kicking goals gets to day 10 to 20 and things are going downhill <laughs> like first week was great this week's been really bad I'm like normal and just normalizing stuff it's okay you're human you're not the only human being on the planet that feels like this because often we can yeah I think feel so isolated yeah do the teenage girls, um, are they less, or oh, I guess a bit more impatient? Like they want the results here and now kind of quicker? Yeah, you can see that particularly with that instant gratification. Yeah. We see a lot yeah. of this world. Now you've got your phones, you can get something here now. So that can be more of a challenge. But I think that's the beauty of health coaching in that it starts small. Mm. little things which really helps yeah, yeah helps them as well and even the world they grow up in in um you know they can check instagram and somebody else has put a quote up yeah. or a study up and then you know having that i guess it's good they're young that they haven't got those beliefs ingrained in them so much but at the same time they're so unpredictable to you know believe something else and i'm going to do this instagram yeah. program or i'm going to do i read this on somebody else's blog and now yeah I'm, and then you've lost them do you yeah. find that at all and I, th yeah, it can happen. And I think that comparison as well is really quite yeah. challenging. Yeah. So then they're comparing, you know, someone's highlight reel with their behind the scenes. So that's probably the biggest challenge. But I think when they've got, they do see a lot of that. So it is a bit clouding, but I think health coaching provides them that clarity. Yeah. The yeah. Dalai Lama, I'm just reading his book at the moment, like it's, this isn't new stuff. This has been no. around for, you know, don't compare yourself to yeah. it. You know, it's not a competition. It's, um. Yeah, it's and it's all that. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like the minimalists and you know what you've got yeah. and like just yeah. trying to live in this world where we buy all this stuff to be massively in debt to impress people uh, that we, we don't, don't even like, don't like <laughs> or don't really care too much about. Yeah. But you've got to have the massive mortgage to yeah keep up with the Joneses. Working hard yeah. is success, and being busy and not having yeah. time and being stressed is successful. Oh, how many times you how have you been? Oh yeah, flat out, yeah. super busy, and that's almost like a good thing. Yeah, oh, how good are you? Yeah. Um, but that's, you touched on at the start about that's that primary, you know, health. Yeah. You know, if you can get those things right, all of a sudden yeah. you don't want to go grab a block of chocolate yeah. or you don't want to sit on the couch. You want to go for a walk because you're, yeah. You've, you're filled yeah. up, yeah. Yeah, I like it. That's good. Yeah. Um, I'm cautious of your time because I know you've got to go get this speech organised in a minute. Yeah, great. But... Uh, First up, where can people find you online? You got a bit of, so if people are interested in this chat and they think, you know, this is spot on what I need, yep. where should they go? Fantastic. So um, my website is greentarawellness.com.au. Um, can also find me on Facebook. I think it's facebook.com forward slash green tea wellness. Um, so you can find me I'll there. I'll put all those links in there. Yeah. Yep. Um, Instagram as well. After today, because of our sold out event and just chatting to you, I'm thinking um, I'm definitely going to do a free online webinar of the benefits of um, whole food plant-based eating. So they go to those, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, and my website. They'll see all those. I've got a mailing list there that they can sign up yep. to and get um, free tips on 
changing that relationship from food with food and exercise more from yep. that and some of the base. recipes you've got on your um website are pretty cool as well yeah we haven't tried the golden gay time one yet but oh, we're pretty um my yeah, pretty excited about that, that. Yeah. it was so good i'd make them every day if i could <laughs> so what are you going to do at the sweet meadow today this will go out obviously afterwards so yeah people won't yeah um, it's not going to be a spoiler in any any ways but what are you talking down there today about Pretty much a lot of the topics we've talked about today, just the benefits of a whole food plant-based diet. Um, I'll be speaking a lot around my journey and so in the hope that people will learn from that and be able to see that if a farm girl, you know, I do follow a lot of the um, whole food plant-based gurus and doctors and a lot of them come off farms. Yeah. Um, So I'll be talking about my journey and then um, debunking some misconceptions around whole food plant-based eating and then just giving them some tips and tricks of what they can go away with um so yeah it'll be about a 40 minute presentation and then the girls at sweet meadow have done some amazing treats and refreshments yeah. up for us which i'm excited about and we're so lucky to have that oh, like i was running with it yeah know. someone yesterday and i almost like it's almost three or four years ahead of its time yeah like, and she's doing some great blo- and i want to get her on the show as I kind of definitely. I go down there every second week. Yeah. You know? We're just kind of at that stage where we're still talking, and yeah. I definitely know who she is because I've read all her work and yeah. and know a lot about the kind of the views and stuff. But I haven't. Um, I've been a bit scared to ask her to get her on the podcast yet, but I definitely will. Yeah, but for she sure. writes an awesome kind of thought provoking blog. Yeah, but I think, and some people think she's almost not attacking them, but a couple, a bit of conflict, like yeah. You know, people think, oh, you know, plant-based, and then they get on their high horse straight away. And But I think she'll just continue to attract more and more people once yeah. the knowledge comes out about yeah. how good it is for you. Definitely. And I think that's something that I hid behind, and it's probably only been the last six months that I've really been proud like yeah. of the way I eat because I'd been so focused on women, women and teens and self-esteem. But, you know, the Sweet Meadow came up, and then you contacted me, so I'm like, okay, universe, all right, I'll go down the whole right. food plant-based. I'll share this knowledge with people because it needs to be shared. Yeah, and it's not so much you want to brainwash people. Oh, it's just, no. You know, these are the stats, and, yeah. Here's the education. Take it or leave it. Yeah, you want it, you don't. Who cares? I'm not going to force it. And we need to be very mindful of that because yeah. I think that can be the negative connotations that have come from that veganism, vegetarian mm. movement is that it has been known to this is the way. You've got to do it this way. General, that's generalizing, but yeah, and yeah. people will be ready to hear it when they're um. When as they're I ready. said before in the kitchen, I've tried yeah. to tried to listen to Rich Roll podcast two years ago. And yeah, it's like, What's this guy talking about. Yeah. But now all of a sudden it's like, ready oh, it. I'm going back to those episodes and yeah. re-listening to them now. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. A hundred percent. The last question I ask most people who um come on this podcast is if they live by a mantra or any philosophies. Have you got a like quote mm. that you um? I've Put got so again. many, it yeah. It doesn't change a bit, it's a bit like a it rotates. I suppose it's trust. Um, and I've done a, yeah, my words would be trust and flow. So I was the kind of person that thought I had to do it all on my own back. I was, you know, had to go, had to very masculine energy, do, 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 achieve, achieve, achieve. And it's only been in the past, yeah, probably a couple of months as well, I've really looked into um i've never been quite a religious person uh, or very spiritual but i've been looking more into that spiritual side of things being a huge part of our primary foods and just knowing believing that there is something bigger than me that is guiding me and having that faith mm. that's probably a thing just that's trust awesome. yeah awesome tara thanks for um thanks for coming on and all the best this afternoon down at sweet meadow thank you so much for having me see ya <laughs>
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.